This is Riddell. Thanks for tuning into my podcast this week. I have an important message for you. This week, we're going to talk about why it's okay for our kids to have feelings just like we do. We're pretty resistant to our kids' feelings sometimes, aren't we? Because why? They bubble up things in us. We want them to feel better or to stop what they're doing so that we can feel better. All around, it's a resistance to emotion and it's a resistance to letting humans be humans with human feelings. Before I jump into that, three announcements. Number one, for one more week, actually, I think it's nine days, eight days, my amazing parenting course is deeply discounted from the price it'll be. I do plan to have sales throughout the years as I feel the Holy Spirit move me to have sales. <laughs> now, I, I really don't, I was going to have one for Mother's Day, but it's right around the corner. So I think I'm going to do, you know, maybe a summer sale. I don't know. It will never be this price again. Never. This price is remarkably low for the the 12 modules, the over 13 hours of audio. The parenting course is essentially if you came to me for therapy and we had, you know, six months worth of sessions together, regardless of what you were struggling with, this is where I would start the first half of the parenting course, not first half, first third is helping you reparent yourself. And the last half is awesome, awesome tips for parenting your kids. I highly recommend you get it. Where do you get it? Well, the easiest way is to go to my Instagram, Behold the Connection, and click on the link in profile. Otherwise, beholdtheconnection.com, Podia. Is that right? Suddenly I'm questioning myself. I think that's right. Go to my Instagram, click the link in profile. Next thing is I have two things that are completely free that are super duper helpful. I'm very proud of them. They're both at that same link. The one is called Be Kind to Yourself. I released it yesterday Again, totally free, 21 pages of charts and journaling and exercises to help you process feelings and anxiety in this time. I truly think that if everyone within the sound of my voice took 20 minutes a day, 10 minutes a day to do a few of the worksheets in this free kit, be kind to yourself, instead of scrolling social media, just take a pause from that social media. I'm doing more social media too than normal, I get it, but and worked on their feelings, I think you would find yourself thriving a lot more and riding out those dips uh, uh, a lot better, a lot in, uh, in a way that serves you. Last of all is I have a freebie also at the same site for kids for journaling their experience during COVID-19. Um, if I have to hear unprecedented time one more time, but I'm about to say it, during this unprecedented time, it's pretty cool, actually, that they'll be able to talk to their kids one day about what it was like to live through. There's a feelings processing sheet. I really recommend the kit. And in fact, someone just emailed me this morning asking if they could share it with um, their whole school. And I said, go for it. I created it for everyone to process their feelings, record history. Let's do it. Okay. Let's jump into this podcast. That's enough chit-chat. That's enough chit-chat. Okay, so sometimes we struggle with our kids' feelings, often if we're being honest, right? Like, really. Often we have this vision in our minds of how emotionally regulated they should be, and we have a lot of shoulds for our kids. And what I'm going to propose is that you lean into the thought just like me. 
So I'm going to build on that. First, let me tell you about our Easter egg hunt in my family. We've got, I have four kids. One of my children does not do well at this moment in their life with a lot of pressure and panic. And so the hunt, the egg hunt was going down. On the inside of our house, we had all kinds of like little Lindor chocolates. I mean, can we just give Lindor a shout out right now for getting us through this pandemic? Gosh, such good chocolates. This podcast is sponsored by Lindor. Just kidding, I wish. Um, So this child, I can see the panic is building, not coping well, not able to enjoy the hunt. And at a time like that, now I don't know who's around you, so I'm going to sort of be discreet here. At a time like that, you can sort of feel sad for the Easter bunny (laughs) because the Easter bunny, you know, put some effort in to hiding those chocolates and making it fun. And the Easter Bunny, you know, left his little footprints of icing sugar on the floor. And, you know, the Easter Bunny starts thinking, why do I, why do I even do this sort of thing when I'm met with emotions like this? It's frustrating. What I challenge us to do in those moments of parenting where our child's reaction can be really disappointing to us is to go to just like me. What I did in that moment is I invited the child over. I scooped the child that's too big for my lap. Well, are they ever too big for our laps? No. In my lap. And I said, you look like you're struggling. You look stressed out. You're feeling overwhelmed. Kind of like that. See the question at the end? And that child said, yes, I'm not finding them fast enough. I'm not. Now, I can see the child's not finding them fast enough because they're stuck in panic. Just start looking run like the other siblings, right? Instead, I rubbed this child's back and just reassured them that there'll be enough for everyone. What if we just start looking? What if we go together? It's going to be okay. And then I said, and this is something I've asked my kids for years, and I highly recommend you do this. I asked, what do you need right now? I'm a big believer in teaching my kids to speak their needs, and I do this by modeling it myself. I say, what I need right now is blah, blah, blah. And so this child, of course, knew that when I asked that, what do you need right now? That that it's a safe space to share what they need right now. And this child said, I wish that in the future, the Easter bunny would have my portion in a basket waiting for me and that I could do my own hunt with clues to find my basket. And I thought, am I ever glad I asked that? Because The child wasn't asking to have all their chocolate just handed over. It's not an issue of a lack of trying. And we want to go there in our minds, don't we? Sometimes we want to make it mean so much more. This child puts in no effort. This child can't handle the race. This child wants all the ribbons. This Is it always that? Or is it that this child wants to compete against him or herself? Maybe this child knows exactly what they want. They want the challenge but they feel overwhelmed by the others running and screaming and looking too. I think that's fine. Do you know why I think that's fine? Because I think we're all so different. Do you know what I'm not great at? Having a boss. I like to be my own boss. I've structured my life that this is how it is. I've been my own boss other than a tiny stint in my adult life. I've made it work. I've made it happen because I don't like to have a boss. So what if this child doesn't like the panic of the scramble? 
do we all need to love being competitive? Or can some people say, I just want to compete with myself? Is, is there room for that person in our world? Or do we all, or do we hold on to the value that everyone needs that scramble and panic to get to the top? Is there room for people that just want to go at their own pace and scramble against themselves? Is that okay? Dang right, it's okay. When our kids are upset, we need to acknowledge their sadness or their disappointment. We need to meet them with empathy so that they can then move on. Emotions are like a messy swamp and the only way out is through. But our kids can get stuck in the swamp and we think we need to snap them out of it, but we don't. We need to go alongside them. We need to empathize. Only then do those big feelings subside. Right? When we're resistant to our children's emotions, it truly says more about what's going on for us and our fears than it does about their feelings. So tying this into just like me, (laughs) I want us to just really think about this. So my child was struggling with overwhelm or feelings of lack, the worry of lack, that there wouldn't be enough, that there's going to be shortages of Easter bunny chocolate. And, you know, you can look at that as a parent and be like, this is so silly. Stop panicking. So we tell them not to panic or be greedy. But are we not all hoarding toilet paper? Are we not all scared of lack right now? I see you with your bags of flour in your trunk, friends. I see people that have never bought yeast in their life buying yeast and putting it in the freezer. And I say that as one of those people. It's actually pretty normal to get overwhelmed or fearful or worry about lack. It's a pretty normal thing. Is it possible that our kids are just like me? Just like me is such a wonderful way to relate to your children's feelings when you don't understand them at first. It allows empathy to come into the room. It allows you to go alongside them. And this doesn't mean that they don't do their chores. It doesn't mean permissive parenting. But what it does mean is it leaves space in the relationship for human emotions without you needing to control every dang thing. It's just knowing that some days your child won't want to do their chore. Just like some days you don't want to get up and cook supper. Or get up. I mean, hopefully you're up by supper time. (laughs) You know what I mean. Just like you don't want to cook all the meals that we're all cooking right now. Sometimes your child doesn't want to leave their game to sweep the floor. Is it okay for humans to have emotions and not just be robots? Can you hold your request that they sweep the floor and allow their emotion? Can, can, is there room for emotion here? Right? We don't have to take it on. We don't have to solve for it. It can just be. We have this belief that I really like to question. We have this belief that our kids' desires in every given moment should align with ours. And yet, how often do our desires align with theirs? How often do our desires align with our boss's desires, if you have a boss, or our partner's? Why aren't you jumping into their video game instead of standing there holding the broom? It's not about one person giving in to the other here. It's about having the perspective that we can go alongside people and be understanding. We can tune into how are they just like me? So I'll leave you with a few thoughts. When you feel resistant to your child's reaction or their emotion to something, I want you to ask yourself, why do I need this child to be different? 
Why do I want this child to be different? Why do I want this child's reaction to be different? After you've answered those, you can lean into this. What would I allow myself to feel if he or she were different? We're all seeking a feeling. And the feeling that you're seeking in that moment by trying to control your child's reaction to whatever's going on, you can offer that feeling to yourself right then. You run your feelings. Push away whatever lie your brain is trying to tell you. Look inward. What, it, what are you wanting to feel in that moment? And give it to yourself. And give your kids some, some leeway with their feelings by using just like me. I hope this helps. Please be sure to, uh, to join me on Instagram. I story a lot. And uh, there's some real treats up there today of me trying to do this kind of mad gab Instagram game with my husband. Okay, I pulled it up. Beholdtheconnection.podia.com. Podia is P-O-D-I-A. So on there is my parenting course. There's payment plans. Also, it's in Canadian money. So if you're an American listening to this, it's a steal of a deal. Living Through History Printable Kit. That's the free kit. And the Be Kind to Yourself, also a free kit. So please take advantage of all of that and I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Oh, screenshot this and put it on your story so your friends find my podcast. That'd be super helpful. Thanks, bye.